Hello and welcome to Conversations in Clean Tech, the podcast that celebrates the clean tech industry and the people that power it, brought to you by Brightsmith. I'm your host, Jenny Gladman, and in this sixth season, we delve deeper into the world of clean tech startups and their founders, from inspiring stories and words of wisdom to the toughest challenges. You can expect to learn about how these pioneering startups and the founders at their helm are propelling us towards a cleaner, greener tomorrow. In addition, they'll be offering you timeless teachings to enlighten, engage, and inspire everyone everywhere to live their purpose. So today I am joined by one of my brilliant co-hosts from Brightsmith, Mr. Ben Sparks over in Austin, Texas. Ben, I'm going to hand it to you to introduce today's guest. Thanks, Jen. Um, Today we're excited to host Adam Knudsen, CEO and Managing Director of DynaPower. Adam has held multiple positions within DynaPower since joining the firm in 1993. Starting as a sales engineer, he has since led the organization's technological efforts within clean energy, of which you'll give a lot more details than I will. Um, He's led the sales and marketing efforts as well as spearheaded new market developments. Adam became COO and currently holds the position of CEO. Adam is a true example of taking your career from the ground level to the Adam's achievements speak for themselves, and we're excited to hear more about his journey, which I'm sure will inspire physicists, electrical engineers, and give a, uh, everybody a glimpse into the path of um, from technical to executive leadership, and inspire other C-suite executives too. As a father, he knows firsthand the benefits of balance and putting things into perspective to ensure we are successful in all parts of our life. So Adam, welcome to the show. Great, Ben. Thanks. It's great to be here. We um, we'll, we'll we'll jump into the the, the business stuff first, but I'd l- I'd love to know you know a little bit more you know, about you. Maybe you can share a quick fun fact about the human being behind the the uh, the, the business. Sure, I guess uh, I had two primary objectives growing up. Um, one was to be an astronaut, and the second one was to play professional football. And I uh, succeeded in one of those. You have to guess, Ben, on which one that is. But I succeeded in one. Um, I have a degree in physics and electrical engineering, always been a, a technical person, but bluntly, uh, haven't done a bunch of design work in my life. It's mostly been the interface with, uh, with the markets, the customers, and of course, our phenomenal team here at, at DynaPower. Um, but I, I did play a little professional football in Europe, a little north of, uh, of you guys in, uh, in Finland, had a blast, um, realized that uh, that wasn't really going to be a career for me. Um, so I came back and sent my resumes off to NASA to become an astronaut. And of course, it, it couldn't be that I wasn't qualified, having never flown anything in my life. But you know, being a semi-athlete and a physics uh, physicist, I thought maybe I had a shot. Um, well, I, I did not have a shot. So uh, first step uh, or second step, I guess, into my career was uh, was a miserable failure. Um, but, uh, you know, we didn't, didn't cry too long. Picked up and was interested in uh, opportunities and you know, put my uh, my interest into DynaPower all the way back in 1993, um, and uh, I was coaching little seventh and eighth grade football kids. And the head coach of the team said, uh, "Hey, you know, these guys are looking for applications in sales engineers. You should go chat with DynaPower." So, so that was in it, literally 30 years ago this year. Um, and I can tell you, you know, my journey, which we'll probably get into a little bit more uh, shortly, in the journey of our business, um, I would have been long gone. If this business and the people in it weren't phenomenal, the impact that we have globally, um, and it continues to to proactively evolve. I, I always think that the evolution phrase is a passive word. 
Um, but we're dynamically evolving our business and the markets and the products. Um, and so it's, uh, it's a totally different business than it was three years ago. It's a totally different business than that three years ago was prior to that. And it really has been a journey of, of dynamic evolution. Uh, and I've been, uh, been proud and privileged to, to support and be a part of it for now 30 years. That's amazing. And also, it's just not, um, it's not missed that Dynapower has been going since 1963, right? So you're 30 years without you and 30 years with you. Yeah, so I, I, I joke a little bit. My, my middle child, um, this is a couple of years ago, she said, Dad, wait, you've been with Dynapower for 27 years. That's more than half your life. Um, and more than half of, of the existence of Dynapower at the time. And I, I said, uh, wow, all right. So the math work in school is paying off. You can do the math, but but it's true. You know, I, I have spent uh, my entire professional career at Dynapower, uh, which I know is pretty atypical these days. But as I mentioned, it's they're different businesses, right? Through through this whole journey, you know, and our, our drive to have uh, an impact on the world uh, and that includes uh, the climate, that includes our customers, and of course, it includes uh, our phenomenal team at, at Dynapower. Um, it has never been more rewarding, never been more challenging, but also never been more fun. Um, so it's uh, it's been fantastic, and I love it. So yeah, half of Dynapower's existence, uh, I've been a part of it, which also means they existed successfully without me for 30 years. <laughs> so, um, but I can tell you, the, the passion has been the same, and that is how do we bring technology to proactively make a, make a positive impact in the world. Um, and it started off very early on just building better, more reliable power conversion systems for the US industrial market and automotive markets. And then over the course of the, the next 60 years, we have used that same passion. Um, and, and around Dynapower, we talk about, um, you, know, uh, you know, passion for purpose and, and uh, powering a, a cleaner planet and, and powering a safer planet. And, you know, one of my favorites is, uh, a rallying cry that's you know let's let's power ahead boldly you know and when i look at let's power ahead boldly um you know i, I see really that as our our evolution over the last many decades about we don't shy away from the world's most challenging you know power conversion issues and a lot of what we're talking about is clean tech you know but on the dynapower side um it's by far our our fastest growing um, and our largest part of our business um but we do a lot of other work you know in the industrial space and and the defense side, um, and we have for, for a long, long time. Um, and being able to, to power a cleaner planet, power a safer planet, um, and you know, every single day, the team members in our business uh, get to go home, whether it's a virtual walk to the kitchen from their office in their house, or whether it's a drive home and realize they had an impact. And I tell you, that's, that's really valuable, you know, as we drive the team, retain the team, grow the team, to know that not only do you get, do you get paid well, and, uh, and we're in a market on the clean energy side that makes money, Right. Um, but also has a phenomenal impact. And I'm not suggesting that you have to go home and tell your kids or your wife or your husband, you know, everything that you did this this day to make the world a better place. But I would be willing to wager there's more conversations at home than is typical in a in a business environment. So we're we're proud to be, uh, I say, inspirational in that space. Awesome. And, and a lot of the guests we've had on here, their businesses have been fairly, fairly linear. Right. You know, they've just been future mobility or hydrogen. You know, obviously, Dynapower is a a multifaceted business how you know how do you kind of i know when you've been on stage or talking to investors how do you how do you summarize you know um uh, dynapower's mission um you touched on a few bits there but i'm interested in sort of what's the the kind of elevator pitch to, to new investors or yeah, i mean our, you, you don't have to go far you can just go to our website our mission is to power a cleaner planet i mean that is our mission 
All right, so how are we gonna do that? And how do we do that? Um, besides retaining and recruiting and growing our, our very talented team, which without a doubt, the power is in our people. There's no question about that. It's just where we try to leverage those talents to go and attack. Um, and without a doubt, the clean energy space, um, and literally over the last 15 years, um, there's lots of arguments that clean tech obviously you know, pre-existed 15 years ago, but DynaPower's foundational investment and move into that space was building uh, utility scale inverters for the uh, battery energy storage market that supports a lot of grid and renewable space back in 2007. Um, so a little bit of the gray hair um, and a lot of our lessons learned have been we've been in the in the in the market really since day one when you start talking about battery energy storage renewable connections wind and storage um, and of course um, as I was mentioning to Jenny our hydrogen work predates that you know so so that that's uh, you know that's been a, a phenomenal journey but our, our mission really is to have an impact globally. Um, on, on driving a cleaner planet and using our technology, our resources, and partnering with um, you know, our customers to really have an impact. Um, and that can be product line scale from, you know, we provide power electronics that are utility scale battery energy storage to the commercial industrial, to some really innovative DC to DC technology, which really is uh, changing the way that renewable energy, um, not just solar wind, but also as we talked a little while ago, Jenny, how you might be close coupling renewables and hydrogen. Wow, that's exciting, right? And we have projects right now that we're developing on that space. Um, that, has a, that has an impact globally. And you know, so we're, we're really excited to, to shape our mission around um, having an impact, empowering a cleaner planet, and uh, empowering our people to, to, uh, to help us in that journey. Amazing. And I think also just some of the things that you touched on there was that kind of um, I'm not sure you've used the word, but that sense of pride, that going home to your family and being able to to share what you do, like how does that feel? What does you know? How does that drive you? Well, I'll give you I'll give you a quick example. So um, right before COVID, you know, we would uh, we would have uh, the local schools, fifth sixth graders come in, and of course, you know, presenting to leadership of a partner customer, it's a different level of presentation to the fifth grade class. Um, and we show them all of these amazing things that we put together with battery energy storage and advanced power electronics, you know, increasing the penetration of renewables, saving the world, you know, with the with a clean tech sword. Um, and we also, um, you know, there's a, there's a soy sauce customer that you know quite well, probably is in your fridge. That is a customer of ours. And all of the things that we did with electric vehicles and grids, and you know, we do the defense work, and we have all these pictures. The most impressed that the fifth grade class was, was our gear helps make soy sauce. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> it does. So I'm not sure that that falls fully into the pride section, Jenny, but, um, you know, I guess sometimes we have to like, you know, squeeze our head. Like, listen, you know, you guys are, you know, it's great to have, uh, be, be proud of what you do, but, um, you know, try not to get full of yourself, you know, but we, we would say things um, that, well, listen, you know, you couldn't survive without DynaPower. We help make planes, we help make cars, we help make energy in the grid. We do really advanced power conversion systems for material science experiments within the U.S. National Lab Science. And we also do large scale applications, you know, within the industrial and chemical space. So you couldn't wash your clothes without DynaPower. And obviously on the hydrogen side, you couldn't have a foundational change in the global fuel source for carbon free fuel source. Um, for our, our uh, planet's needs for energy without DynaPower. 
Now, I might be taking some liberties there a little bit, but um, it's really kind of fun to have those conversations. And when you have your teenage daughters pick their head up from their phones and actually ask you a qualifying question, you know you've won <laughs> because they're more interested in, you know, what did you just say? And that's pretty cool versus, uh, versus the phone. So, yeah, it is. It's obviously we're proud. Beating TikTok. It's a hard thing to do at times, but <laughs> it can be done. Congrats on that. Big achievement of the year. Um so I'd like to just go in slightly into detail around your energy storage solution. I think it's what a lot of people know you for, um, and it is a competitive space. How does DynaPower kind of, how are you unique with this um, energy storage solution and offering that you've got? What makes you different? Yeah, so um, the, the list is probably 10 items long. I, I'd really like to focus on two, okay? in um, the first piece is we are technologists. Right. So we are continuously pressing product development, advanced features, different functionality within the product offering. So what I like to, to use as analogy is we're surfing. Right. If you're not aggressive enough, you fall off the wave in the back. If you're too far forward, well, then you crash forward. Right. And it really is about maintaining the right balance of pressing the envelope, being continuously legitimate and impactful. Um, and in order to do that, you kind of have to have the whole recipe together. You have to have the technology velocity, right? And in the world of physics and engineering, velocity is, is magnitude, but also direction. You can't be fractal all over. So we've been very good at putting our resources to the product and the challenges and the development that have, have been impactful. I mean, we're not batting a thousand, but we're pretty close, right? So I think our ability to with our marketing team and our customers and all of that part of the process, put our resources where it matters, keeps us relevant. Now, the key is, you know, it's, it's kind of like, you know, going to Mars. You can't just, you know, all right, I can see Mars. We're going to fly at Mars. No, that never works. Mars isn't there when you get there, right? We have to align where we're going so that we are, we are relevant in delivering solutions at the technology and the globalization where as well as at the cost that allows that to be successful. You can have all the technology in the world, but if it's if it's not um, able to be value positive in that space, you'll sell it to two or three niche market opportunities. But in reality, that doesn't help the globe and certainly doesn't meet our growth objectives to have a bigger impact. So we really are very dynamic in the products, the costing and the globalization. So there's the first of the two. Number two, you gotta be dynamic in the market. You know, if you guys remember in battery energy storage in 2007, 2008, 9, 10, there were a few very early dominant players in that space. And every one of those players who are now long gone, <laughs> but those players, they're like, our solution is the one solution for all applications. And we make the batteries, we buy the power electronics, and we're going to do it all. In the DynaPower side, as we've evolved over the last 15 years, Ben, you want us to, to sell you advanced power electronics that meets your expectations? We're going to say yes. If you want us to, to sell you advanced power electronics with, you know, the controls and someone else provides the batteries and we wrap it, we're going to say yes. If you want us to provide your power electronics controls and provide the full battery energy storage systems commercially, technically responsible and warranty, we're going to say yes. A lot of people wouldn't say that hey, we are going to offer you this. And if you don't take us up on this, well, then, you know, we're, we're not going to go forward with you. So our ability to be offering flexible and, you know, sometimes 
couple of our biggest customers are our competitors. I mean, I, I think that's amazing, right? And I think it actually speaks to the clean tech world of collaboration bluntly. Um, and okay, fine, you have to have a little lines and a few fences up so you understand, you know, you know, where are we crossing the line of intellectual property and, and what have you. But if you know that the market in clean tech is so large and so fast that you have to be collaborative in your approach, and that includes even working with your competition on projects, well, then you've got something. And, you know, so we're really excited about that. So I would say the two, our technology, our product, and our continual drive, you know, to meet Mars where it is, not where it looks to be. And on the second piece, to be flexible and dynamic in our, our market and sales channel strategy. We're not stuck in a rut. Um, we are very, very dynamic and love to engage with our customers and our competition on what's next so that we can try to bring the value that uh, that's emerging in that space. Those are the two. And it seems like you're very, very customer led in that focus. You're listening to, to what the market is. You're, you're pivoting to what the market needs versus building something and then trying to cram that through 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 an open door. Yeah, I would say it's, uh, you know, I don't know if it's 50-50, Ben, but there's a lot of both there, right? And I'll say it this way. Our customers, and this is not a reference to just clean tech. This goes back 60 years. Our customers have needs that they have to solve. And you know who knows them the best? The customer. <laughs> and so we have to listen. And now we have a lot of tools that we can bring to bear. I mean, it, there's too many stories to tell you here, but we've had customers, including the U.S. Navy, that says, hey, you know, we, we want to do this. We've talked to others that say we have to do it this way. We've talked to other people that say we should do it the other way. What do you guys think? I said, well, we'll provide you either. Let's talk about what you need. Let's not just talk about what we have and try to push you into that space. Um, that said, we don't need to build you a custom piece of equipment if you don't need it. If our standardized product can solve that problem, let's go solve that problem with standard solutions. But if you need to stretch or you need a customized solution, we've been doing it for six decades. So I, I think that's- And we're there to catch you. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's really important in that piece. So from our side, listening to the customers and engaging them deeply, which by the way, is not just a Dynapower cultural drive in our business. It's also clearly part of the overall Sensata technologies to listen to the customers and bring technical solutions to those challenges. Okay, so there's the one half of the equation, Ben. The other half is, well, obviously we wanna have a massive spotlight on what's going on in the markets. And what's going on in those markets can dictate, gen dictate generic need like our DC to DC converters that we first uh, launched in 2015, uh, won some awards, not too far away from you, Jenny, in Germany, won some awards for that technology deployment, lots of intellectual property around, lots of growth opportunities in that space. Um, that part was very purposely driven for DC coupled storage and renewables. Okay, now we had early stage conversations with, with customers that were thinking about things like that, but the overall market drive to say, a DC to DC converter and around this power level branched off both high and low from there. Boy, there's a there's an entire market trend that is shifting into that space. And we were leaders. In fact, we remain a leader in that space. So there's a bit of an example. Got to listen to the customers, got to engage. But you also have to ha pick your head up and look a little deeper. And when you look a little deeper toward the horizon, you can see that it's not just one or two people that are talking. This is an entire movement. So uh, so I give our team massive credit and being able to be uh, you know, short-term focused with the customer on the need side, but really be able to expand that growth-wise, not just with that customer, but also into the market space, which is one of the reasons why we're you know, almost, well, just over 60 years, 60 years and a couple of months, um, and we're acting like a startup in clean tech. 
I mean, you don't usually have those two things, right? The way I would describe it is um, we're a very well-funded startup. You know, we've got the passion for purpose. We've got the technology and um, there's a lot of coffee being consumed in our business. That's probably a nice um, a nice segue, actually. And there's probably a lot of parallels between how you're approaching your customers. I'm sure you are you're your people as well. But, um, you know, when you look at, you know, an organization is only as good as its people. And, and that's the people in leadership, but also, you know, all people throughout the ranks. Um, you know, what, what are some of the, the sort of, the, 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 I suppose, the headwinds you've had when it comes to, you know, people or talent and, and how have you sort of overcome them? Yeah, so um, I'm going to answer two questions, even though I think I, I heard one primary. Um, without a doubt, the power of our business comes from the people, right? And it's, it's, not a, it's not a catchphrase. It is without a doubt true for us. Um, you know, I have a chance to uh, to spend time with you know all new employees that join our business. Um, it's not always day one, and I'm not involved in the interview process anywhere near as much as I was 20 years ago, of course. Um, however, I do get a chance to share with all new employees globally what well, what makes our business so different, um, and and maybe we can accelerate your knowledge of our impact of our business by having a chat. You've already made the decision to join, but here's all the cool things that we're doing in, as part of that process. And, and in that um, conversation, I get to connect and, and they get to connect with the business and the passion and the culture of the people um, to the next level. Um, and, you know, we have our Dynapower Daily Basics that, that drive, you know, our, our values and our behaviors. I mean, it really is an integrated new language that we've implemented um, four years ago, and it permeates our conversations. Um, and, and so much of it is about matching the passion of the people that we're trying to recruit with the, the passion of the people that we have retained. Um, and I will tell you this, in those conversations, I, I make uh, several statements and a few stories, but one of them is um, every single person in our business has an opportunity to be a leader. Now, the stages might be differently sized, okay, based on your role and impact and what have you, but every single person can impact as a leader in our business, whether you joined yesterday and you're building product, you know, along with the crew and the hardworking team that, that manufactures in Vermont, or you're part of our global um, supply chain and contract manufacturing world, or you end up having, uh, you know, manager, director, or leadership in your title, you have an ability to lead. So I really firmly believe that that's true for every single person in our business. Um, and, uh, and we want to make sure that people know that, you know, the comments that we said, listen, if we were perfect, we wouldn't need you. We're hiring you and bringing you on and recruiting you because we have a need to fill. So, you know, you don't get to spin on the side of the river. We got to drag you into the rapids and push forward. And I tell a couple of stories about, um, you know, maybe lessons from my past. One of them happens to be actually both of my college football stories, but it encourages the team not to be fractal in your approach. Pick a path, but go forward. You know, two things are going to happen. You know, it's not going to work out the way that you want. 99 times out of 100, besides safety and integrity, you can change it. You know, the other option is you take a path and you go and you have a massive impact. I would much rather you pick your path. Again, safety and integrity is, is non-negotiable. Pick your path and sprint forward. We can always clean up the mess if it doesn't work out the way that you intended. But most of the time, you end up having a massive impact. So... If you're joining us yesterday, you joined us, you know, 25 years ago, same motto. You don't get to, to, to circle on the side of the river. Jump in, get in the rapids, and, and let's have a big impact. Um, and I think that part really does uh, bring us back to maybe your primary question. What are the challenges, 
you know, in that space on the people side. Um, well, you know, maybe a few years ago, and I'm going maybe 10, it's kind of hard to get people into the clean energy space. What is that? Wait, what's the growth opportunity? And, you know, you're focused at, geez, is it risky if the business goes all in on clean energy? Well, you know, for us, it, the answer is no, in the sense that we're very diversified in the markets we serve in the products. So, you know, we, we don't have that, like, oh, all your eggs are in one basket. Um, that is, that couldn't be farther from the truth today on the recruitment side in the clean energy, which I am just thrilled with. Listen, the clean energy market, the players that are in that market, um, there's global growth. There's not pocketed growth. There's global growth. And there's, you know, there's great, you know, money to be made in that industry. And if, if you have a, if you have a need, you have a technical solution that is bankable, it, it has a return on investment for, for private capital to be going there. So it could be financed in the process. You have a business and you know what, clean energy, you have a business not yesterday, for several years now. So that means that our efforts collectively, and I'm not just talking about Dynapower, I'm talking about everybody that has worked and currently works within that clean tech space. We have long since passed the critical mass, right? And now, you know, you can kind of look at it. Again, I'm a physics guy, right? So black hole space and physics is, is one of my passions. We are attracting a lot of talent into that space, which is fantastic. That talent built on what's already there is going to help propel us into the, the next era of growth and the next era of impact, whether it's hydrogen for the next 50 years, whether it's the next technology that comes around. So when you're now pulling not just resources, but some of the best and brightest talent in the world to come into clean tech, man, that's that's a lot of fun for us. I guess I joke is, you know, our goal is not just to, you know, re retain and recruit the people that don't know how to use the Internet. We want you to wake up every day and want to be involved in our business and have a passion to move our business forward and move the, the, the clean energy and the clean tech space forward. Um, and it's one of the things that I'm most proud of is being able to retain the team, not just yesterday, but I mean, this goes back 10, 15, 20 years. So that means that that team has felt passionate about our purpose for decades. And we have a lot of great talent. And we have a lot of people that knock on our door to try to go and say, hey, great talent, can you come over and work with us? Yeah, sometimes those people go for their old career development opportunities. But in reality, we're sending little Dynapower satellites out into the clean energy space and they always come back and call us. That's not a formal strategy, but when that does happen, and I'm a firm believer that you should be more employable the day you leave our business than the day you join. And if we treat people correctly, which we do, it's part of our passion. There's lots of development. There's lots of opportunity. Um, we get a lot of opportunity that comes back to us from our team members that have uh, moved on into the space. Uh, but retaining that talent and keeping them energized and focused and driven where they wake up every day and say, this is where I want to be. That's one of the keys to our success. And I'm uh, proud to be a small part of helping that happen. And I, I love the rapids analogy. I'm, I'm going to steal that for future conversations, by the way. Um, the um, I, I'd like to kind of, you know, what we're seeing in the clean tech world is we are seeing a, a growth spurt, right? And obviously we're seeing, seeing talent coming in from different sectors and it is exciting. I think one of the trends we've seen is that some of the, the people who are, were first in are maybe sort of well, their trajectory to leadership is somewhat shorter than it would be in some of the other sectors. So, you know, thinking back to yourself uh, as a technical person on that journey and those first steps into leadership, what would be the, some advice you'd give to, to Adam, you know, 20, 28 years ago, or however long that was. Yeah, so I have a comment. Um, if you would rewind your story and you would make the same decisions again, you don't have the right to regret, right? You don't. 
right? So I, I don't regret anything besides maybe my attempt at ast being an astronaut. Um, I don't regret anything in that journey. And, and so um, I, I think that uh, it was not linear. You referenced references earlier to a linear, um, very little in our business um, or the clean tech space ends up becoming linear. Why? It's too dynamic. There's too many forces at, at hand to just make it a linear piece. Um, but I would say to myself, um, you know, the, the priority that you put um, on work ethic and integrity, doing the right thing and working your tail off um, was a great investment in you and your career. So if I was to talk to my 23-year-old self, um, you know, that I, when I joined Dynapower, I would say, uh, you know, work your tail off and, uh, and make sure that, uh, you know, everything that you say and do within your business, you'd be proud to be able to say that publicly. And if you can do those two things, then you put yourself in a good position. And you know, I was joking, my, my brother, uh, one of my brothers and I used to live together 100 years ago. Um, and uh, we, were in the, we were in the bathroom together. He would just wake up to use the bathroom. And I was getting in the shower at 2.30 in the morning to go to work. Um, and he looks at me, you know, groggy-eyed, and he says, does it just take you longer to do everything else that everybody else normally does more efficient? Is that why you have to work so many hours? Um, I did chuckle at that and I, I was confident in saying, no, that's not it. Um, but I have a lot of work to do, you know? So in fact, this is advice to anybody. I don't care if you're in clean tech or you're coming out of school, you know, one of the things that you can do to differentiate yourself and, and bluntly, that's really one of the things you're talking about, Ben, right? How do you put yourself into a different path and that path might have a different trajectory, which could be impact doesn't necessarily have to be managerial trajectory, but a different impact. Um, you have to get out of the of the of the maybe slow lane and you have to be able to be purposeful in that space and and i think um you know obviously with a massive amount of additional support uh, around uh, this business and, and outside the business you know my work ethic um and my focus on doing the right thing um i think that was good advice and i'd give that advice to the, anybody else that's uh, that's jumping into the space work your tail off be passionate about what you do um, and uh, hold yourself and your team to a high level of integrity and good things are going to happen. Not always linear, but good things are going to happen. And being responsible for so many people and in an industry that you said there are so many forces acting. And I think we can all agree as an industry with its ups and downs in every way. How do you, I was actually, I should start off by saying you're a very positive individual. So how do you maintain that positivity? Um, when things aren't necessarily on the up. Yeah, so I, I would word it this way. Um, you know, my my positive approach in life, it's not driven by naivete. It's a conscious choice. Um, and I, I had, uh, I have a very good buddy of mine who, who I guess made the same comment several years ago, Jandy, and he said, well, why? And I said, um, well, everybody plays back the tapes, right? What, what did you do? And how did you do that? And and I said, it's not only the things that went well that I play back in my, you know, mental, you know, memory of, of decades past. Um, otherwise, you're not learning from the things that you fell down on, right? I just told you one of my ones with being an astronaut. Um, but most of what I do is is I replay uh, positive things that I've been involved with in my in my life on a regular basis, and um, and that I think naturally encourages. Um, a repetitive success of approaching things positively, right? So um, is that conscious? No, that wasn't conscious. I didn't even realize that until my buddy asked that question. But um, I really do believe that, um, that the world really does want that they covet energetic, positive leadership. Now, if it turns out 
that it's without a plan and it's fractal, it's un unattainable, then you get written off. No one's going to follow you up the hill. Um, but if you have a level of, of positive encouragement and you wrap it around, um, you know, with a level of integrity, um, then you're going to be able to, 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 to impact a lot of people. And many of those people want to be around an organization or leaders like in our business that are positive, that are impactful um, and that fall. You know, I told you, Ben, a story about I was I had an opportunity to present in front of, uh, I don't know, three or four thousand people at a battery energy storage conference several years ago. I get to stand up and talk. And it was like 8.15 in the morning. I'm sure several of them had, uh, you know, large dinners and maybe a few drinks the night before. And they walk in. It's 8.30. And there's a 75 foot screen behind me. And it's got a picture of my son. And he has a T-shirt on. And the hair is all over the place. He's in, a, he's in, a, um, in the middle of the woods. And on the T-shirt, it says... Um, almost perfect, totally awesome, you know? And so the, I introduced these 3000 groggy, you know, energy uh, attendees. This is my son, this is his shirt, and this is how I think of, of energy storage and how I think of DynaPower. Almost perfect, totally awesome. And, and you know, that was several years ago. He's say he was six at the time. He's now 13 or seven, he's now, he's now 12. So six years ago, I had a chance to do that. Um, so now I wouldn't say battery energy storage exclusively. It would be clean tech, you know, clean tech, almost perfect, totally awesome. Um, and the almost is a really important word. We're not perfect. Dynapower is not perfect. I'm far from perfect. The clean tech space isn't perfect, right? But we have shifts around the world. But as I mentioned, it's my personal belief we have long since reached a critical mass. The world is driving this. Of course, there's going to be hurdles that are being put up, political hurdles, cost hurdles, you know, market hurdles. But there's so much momentum around the clean tech space and the need for the technology and the solutions and the companies and the people. Um, it's not going away. Certainly not going away in my lifetime. It's not going away in my kids' lifetime. This is going to be a multi-generational need to make sure that we optimize our energy and our, uh, our climate solutions. And clean tech is a is a phenomenal way to get there. Looking at this from a business perspective, um, you know, as, as a leader, how do you balance sort of values and the mission of the business and the environmental mission of the business um, up against the financial needs? And, and I'm guessing, you know, the demands that as, 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 as the helm of the ship that you have from your stakeholders and shareholders, um, you know, are there any conflicts between the two that you have to manage? You know, I, mean, I would say conflict is a, is a strong word, Ben. Um, there's always trade-offs and there's balances. Um, and as I started off when I was telling stories about integrity and safety, um, there are a few that are non-negotiable. They're non-negotiable. The safety and integrity are non-negotiable aspects in our business. They're non-negotiable in the way that I, I show up. Um, and they're non-negotiable in the way that DynaPower is an entity and Sensata as our parent entity support. So that makes several of those decisions Pretty transparent. Is this a safety issue? It's a safety issue. We have to move forward. Is it an integrity issue? Hey, we have to do the right thing. We sold something to the customer. Didn't work the way that it was intended. We got to go fix that. You know, and, and if you're looking to partner with somebody that, um, you know, indicates, hey, you know, we, we're perfect and we're the best and uh, do everything. Nothing, nothing ever falls down. You probably haven't lived in the real world. You know, so some of our best longstanding customers is when they didn't really know. Take battery energy storage in 2008. There were no standards. There were no specs. It changed 14 different times before you got the order and next Thursday. So businesses that could be flexible in that space and be a valuable partner delivering in that opaque 
you know, early stage, highly valued. You know, so from from our side, um, the conflicts associated with doing the right thing, which is one of our Dynapower Daily Basics, they're very easy. They, they're, they're not big conflicts. We have to do this. This is the right thing in the process. Where it gets to be a point where you've got big trade-offs is, well, okay, well, where do you put your resources? You know, where do you put your, your balance? And again, for us, a lot of our development work has been in the clean tech. A lot of our recruitment and retainment has been in, in the clean tech. Um, and we're not doing that just because it's important for the world for us to invest in that space. We're doing that because we make money and we make margin and, and that's part of the process. And I firmly believe, you know, there's a lot of incentives that could happen to get nascent technology to a scale point that returns the ROI that makes it have its own critical mass and go. Right. I mean, not not to get into the political and the grant side, but being able to see massively long term impactful technologies and markets stood up aggressively like hydrogen or like renewables or like battery energy storage. Absolutely support that. But you got to get to the point where it's standing on its own. It's reached its critical mass and it's going global and it's making money globally. When you have that, then you have a globally impactful market. So that's where we are. That doesn't mean there's not going to be fall downs or challenging projects or, or different, you know, um, you know, market uh, moves left, moves right, goes aggressive or macroeconomic uh, conditions. I personally believe that, you know, we are we are moving through the current economic challenges with an optimistic future. Um, and, you know, it's not going to be just we'll stop talking about the, the challenges of, of the macroeconomics and it'll never happen. That's kind of naive. But we have a lot of work to do. And there's a lot of need out there and we can help solve that need. So let's get to work. Let's spend more time focusing on driving the solution than talking about what the problems are. Um, and so, you know, on the conflict side, there's not a lot of conflict between, you know, doing the right thing um, and making money. It really comes down to where do we put our resources to have the biggest short, medium and long term strategic uh, impact. Um, and we do that because, uh, one, it's good business, and two, especially within the clean tech space, you know, if you're not planning and you're not, you know, dynamically evolving, um, then uh, you're like a few of those businesses in the early stages of battery energy storage. People don't remember your name. Just did a phenomenal job of answering my last two questions in the question that Ben asked you. So, <laughs> actually. They were going to talk through the trends and the, the what keeps you relevant and you've actually hit all the marks. So I guess it brings us to the, the end of the conversation. I'm going to pass it back to you if there's any kind of lasting words that you'd like to leave with our listeners before we finish up. Yeah, I guess I'd leave one. Um, it, I was asked uh, maybe a year ago um, about, uh, you know, the clean tech markets and the trends and where we are and the products. Um, and I, I, I listed all of these amazing markets that we're attacking. Um, and the, the person that was asking me the question was like, oh, great. OK. And they were ready to move on. And I said, um, it's really important to know those are just the markets that we're attacking now. We would be foolish to think that in, in a year or in five or in seven, there isn't an entire new three, four, five different clean tech approaches or other markets that, that have a favorable impact on the world. So we not only need to be executing on what we are currently set, because we don't want to be fractal, right? We're not trying to boil the ocean in that space. We're trying to be very purposeful in what we're doing, but we also have to be uh, awake and listening and thinking. You know, we have another Dynapower Daily Basic that says, listen generously, um, where we really have to listen to understand so that we can decide, is the strategy that we're driving the right strategy? Nine out of 10 times, the answer is yes. But that 10th time, we got to be like, What's going on there? So I guess on the clean tech side, I would encourage all of our colleagues in the clean tech space 
not to just be, I've painted it into this highway and this is where we are, but we have to be ready. There's a lot of other dimensions within that clean tech space, right? And we have to be cognizant of what those dimensions are um, and we have to be open-minded to think. Electrified vehicle and, uh, you know, vertical takeoff and landing for, for electrified, you know, air transportation is, is one of them. You know, um, and and that's that's obviously a market that's really taking off, and that we're actively supporting. And we have some some colleagues um, that uh, used to work in our business that have uh, you know the DynaPower satellites that have gone off that are in that space. I think just that's a perfect example. So let's not get in a rut of what the definition of clean tech is right now. Let's drive hard in that clean tech and be open minded to to welcome more clean tech opportunities in the markets and product into our into our clean tech community. And I think that's uh, that's great for the future. And my last piece is a thanks to our team. Um, you know, our team is amazing. I mean, absolutely phenomenal. Um, and I'm, I'm proud to be a part of it. And the privilege that they have uh, put on me to be able to lead that crew is uh, is not one that I take lightly. And as you, as you I think you referenced early on, you know, the, the sense of pride, um, it's absolutely there. And, and I'm, uh, I'm honored to be uh, able to support and lead the team. We, we hear that. We hear that loud and clear. <laughs> and I think we're, we're also very proud to be able to partner with you in that, um, supporting you with growing that team. And and I would, uh, I would concur. Every member of your team that I've had the pleasure of working with so far has been brilliant. So now, since you just met me like a half an hour, forty-five minutes ago, hopefully that has, statement hasn't changed. <laughs> um, I had, I had the joy of sitting with um, a number of your colleagues at a hydrogen dinner in Rotterdam, and they. Um, they kept me thoroughly entertained through a whole evening. So not only are they um, committed and passionate to what they do, they've also got a fantastic sense of humor. So yeah, well done. Well, maybe that's uh, that's one of the overall superpowers that the team has. Is uh, you know, I, as I as I joke, I'm sitting here in jeans and a and a you know golf shirt. Um, I mean, it's a casually dressed business, but it's extremely intense, right? What we're doing, what we're driving, it's it's very intense. And so we use myself included a little bit of humor. To maybe take the stress off a little bit, um, and so uh, I, I think I might have learned it from those guys. But yeah, it's not surprising that you had an enjoyable, entertaining, humorous dinner. I'm glad to hear that. Fantastic. Well, Adam, thank you so much for sharing your story, for being a part of the clean tech mission, um, and also I think we we love to see businesses and leaders who recognise the importance of collaboration in this space. And I've never worked in a sector that's been so collaborative and so supportive of all businesses within it. So hearing that echoed over and over again on this podcast is something that, that really, really drives me. Good. Well, you have good company. I'm in that same space. So thank you, Adam. Well, thanks again, Ben. Thank you, Jenny. Thank you. Not just for this, but uh, the other things that you do to support our business and the industries. Both very much appreciated. Thank Take you. Care. Take care.